the studio this morning is Ron Moore. He is a local farmer and 2023 Prairie Farmer Master Farmer Award winner. Welcome, Ron. Thank you, Vanessa. Glad to be here. Good to have you here, so, sir. Congratulations. Well, thank you. It's a pretty big deal, isn't it? Well, that's what they tell me. Yeah. Uh, Prairie Farmer Magazine, uh, we're looking forward to the banquet this Wednesday. You join an elite group of gentlemen in our area who've been named Master Farmer. Yeah, that's true. Um, Wendell Shaman and Russell Stewart and, and from Warren County and Raleigh Moore from Knox County. And I believe David Erickson from Knox County was also named the Master Farmer. Fantastic. It's a good group of people right there. Well, they're they're uh, some of the leaders that I looked up to when I started uh doing my volunteer work well good so tell us about the award itself and how it feels to have that award well it's uh it's the master farmer award is kind of a a recognition of a a lifetime of of volunteer work good farming practices um, (laughs) and making sure that all those all those master farmers have made sure their communities are a better place to live and that's recognition um, and I feel very honored to be included in that group um, they're some of the the best farmers that I've known and um, and just extremely honored to be in, and humbled to be included in that group well it's it's well deserved all of the names you mentioned uh, our farmers do a wonderful job. It's great to have recognition for that. So big congratulations yeah. to you, Ron, and Thank we'll be you. there with you Wednesday. Yep. yep, it'll be a fun time. There'll be uh, quite a few people there, uh, as I understand it, and uh, there'll be some opportunities for more interviews, I'm sure. Yes, that's why we're taking care of you today. <laughs> we're kind of the host if you will, interview station, your station, if right. you will, that you practically should be on the payroll. Uh, well, for that'd the radio, be okay, too. <laughs> for the radio station, there's your volunteer work. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to that on Wednesday. How is everything on the farm? It's really good. Uh, we've had pretty much an open winter. Um, we're still short of moisture. None of our tiles have started running yet, which... Um, as much rain as we've had instead of snow, I would have would have thought the tiles would be starting to run and flow right now. But there is water in the creeks um, and the streams. We've we uh, ran out of water in our pastures last August and to move our cattle home um, before we normally do, just because I didn't want to haul water. Uh, I've done that before, and that's that's kind of a very time-consuming process. Um, but right now we we have adequate moisture. And quite honestly, if if uh, it wasn't the 7th of March, I might be out field cultivating right now because the topsoil is very dry right now. And so we could use some more rain. Okay, yeah, we can use uh, more rain. Got a chance for some moisture this week. Yep. My fear is we're going to see a lot of windy, below normal temperatures. You know, we, we had some really good 50 days there right. in uh, February, and now all I'm seeing is 40s for the next few weeks yeah if it was 60 to 70 degrees this time of year somebody be out planting corn and soybeans but uh when it's going to be forecast for cold for the next two weeks well, i don't think anybody's going to do that but if it stays dry there'll be some guys doing some uh, you know, maybe some chisel plowing or maybe some leveling off some ground when's the last time you remember a winter like this it's been a while um normally we get uh, 30, 40 inches of snow. I think we've only had about 10 inches altogether this winter, and most of that came in December. Yes. Yeah, when you think about it, schools haven't even been out, but maybe one time when we thought we were going to get that yeah. winter storm, and it, it stayed 
uh, north of us, and this last one stayed south of us. So yeah. we have not seen the snowfall. Yeah, I've, I had a friend in southern Illinois I talked to the other day. He said he had five inches of rain last week, last week when we didn't get anything. Right. So, yeah, um, we were supposed to get one to two inches. Right. And, and it stayed, was it south, south of us? Yes. South of us, yeah, quite a bit south of us. So what does that mean, you know, for, for planting season? Is, is it really that big of a deal? Well, it is. You want them to have enough moisture to get your crop germinated and up doing well. But as, you know, in this area, we don't irrigate hardly at all. Um, there are a few places along the Mississippi River that do some irrigation. But we rely on timely rains to continue to, rose, to grow uh, the high-yielding corn and soybeans that we have in this area. Yeah, I did see the numbers come out for soybeans and for corn, and uh, Illinois had some top counties in the nation. Yes, that was uh, surprising to me that we were the, you know, I think it was McLean County had the highest yield on both corn and soybeans in the nation, so that was that was encouraging. Um, some There are times when Warren County is up in the top five, uh, but we were, I think, in the, just, a, just out of the top ten, I think, this year in Illinois counties in, in corn and soybean production. Yeah, that was good news, and I uh, did put that in this week's uh, uh, Illinois Corn TV that came out last night. Mm-hmm. So uh, very exciting when, when Illinois is able to do that. Well, what? you know, we've had um, been the leader in soybean production statewide or nationwide as the state of Illinois for several years. Uh, so that's a, that's a testament to the innovative farmers that we have in Illinois that will continue to grow, to grow soybeans and, and have high-yielding soybeans. Yes, and uh, speaking of soybeans, of course, you have had many roles with the Illinois Soybean Association and American Soybean Association, past chairman, retiring from, from that major role. Uh, how are things at both organizations? What are they working on? Well, we'll start with the Illinois Soybean Association. <laughs> they have they've really ramped up their uh, activities. Um, and they, they do also the, the grower side, which is the policy side, but they also manage the checkoff dollars that we receive in Illinois. And so they're expanding those areas. Um, that what I think is really encouraging is they've expand, expanded their agronomy portions, trying to end up uh, help farmers do a better job of raising soybeans in Illinois, whether it's, uh, you know, increasing production uh, activities. Uh, some of the things they're working on is, you know, the <coughs> USDA and the federal government is pushing this climate smart agriculture, and they've got folks uh, in the agronomy department are working on cover crops, uh, sustainable production, things of that nature. Um, climate smart agriculture is, is a buzzword, but I'm not sure it's anything new to farmers. We've always kind of figured that the weather is, we manage our farms based on what the weather gives us. And so to me, we've always been doing climate smart agriculture. It's just, we don't call it that, or we haven't called it that. So um, they're trying to, the agronomy folks down at the Illinois Soybean are trying to make sure that farmers know, uh, can experiment and do those innovative practices that will help help the climate. Uh, for the United States. And on the American Soybean Association, they do predominantly uh, policy work. And so right now they're focused on the the farm bill that's coming up this year, trying to encourage legislators to approve it on a timely fashion so we don't have to either extend the current one for a year or two or um, it's just heaven forbid that they don't pass one at all 
and we revert back to ancient, what I call ancient uh, law, which is back in the 1949 law, I believe. So that would be disastrous. Um, but, you know, there's always the opportunity to, to improve the farm bill with the Title I. But we, and for the soybeans, um, we'd like to increase the reference price um, to make that a little more even or closer to what the actual price is right now. Um, continue to make sure that the crop insurance program is robust and, and fully funded um, in certain areas of the country. That's the, the, the risk management tool that soybean farmers can utilize. And so those kind of things are on the front burner for the American Soybean Association. Yeah, could you imagine being in California where how much snow fell on top of you that hasn't happened ever? Yeah, I know that. And, you know, Those farmers. It, it's it's uh, amazing how the, they can go from record drought to record moisture in a matter of months. Um, right. And so... You know, you feel sorry for those people that have been flooded or snowbound in the mountains right now that can't get out. Right. But hopefully if they have a relatively easy thaw in the spring, it'll recharge some of the reservoirs and and lakes that farmers out there can get irrigation water to raise their crops. That's what we're hoping for. Coming up on March 27th, we will have the annual Ag Roundtable. You are a longtime and founding members, so to speak, of that program. What are you looking forward to? What topics do you want to talk about? Well, first off, I'd like to continue to talk about the Farm Bill. Um, but I think we have an opportunity to, to influence the legislators that are going to be there, their knowledge about agriculture. Um, that's one of the best things that I have always um, liked about the roundtables that we, you do a very good job of getting our state and, and national legislators or their staff people there um, to listen to what the issues are for, for farmers in small town America. Um, so it's, it's critically important that we, you continue and the radio station continues to do that. Um, you know, there's always the, the, biodiesel, ethanol, liquid fuels debate, and uh, it's interesting to see, get those updates. And then, um, you know, the electric vehicles have their place, but I'm not sure I want a combine that has to be charged up every night when I'm 15 miles from my home and and don't have a a ready uh, charging station close by. So um, they have their place, but I don't think for agriculture, um, production agriculture, I don't think they're going to be the the answer. Well, and we'll talk carbon sequestration as well, because there are states who are forming parties who uh, have a a challenge with the pipeline itself. Yes. So we will definitely um, talk about that too. There's a lot to talk about. And yes, the legislators, one thing that um, our roundtables that we try so hard is, like you said, to educate. And there's still hope for the Next Generation Fuels Act in the Congress, uh, at the congressional level. Yes. And we're told by Congresswoman Sherry Bustos, who is now retired, uh, that that came from a roundtable, the mm-hmm. discussion you all had right. with her about engines. So Yeah, so, you know, hopefully we can have an opportunity to, to educate our new state legislator, uh, Mr. Eric Sorensen. Um, he's not a, a farm person, but I, if you listen to, to what former Congresswoman Bustos said, she didn't really understand all that much about 
agriculture when she first was elected. And I credit the roundtable and, and her desire to learn as to why she became a fierce advocate for agriculture. And on the House Ag Committee, which Congressman Sorensen also is a part of. Yes. So, okay, we've got a lot to look forward to. Yes, we'll we do. S- we'll start with Wednesday in celebrating you and your family on the Master Farmer Award from Prairie Farmer. It's exciting. Thank you for inviting us, and we yeah. appreciate everything that all of you as farmers do to feed everyone uh, food fiber clothing, uh, or food fiber fuel, excuse me. Yep. Well, I appreciate everything you and the radio station have done to promote agriculture. It's it's great to have allies like you and the, the radio station on our side. And I think you got a whole bunch of people in the audience like that, <laughs> too. So have a great day, Ron. Enjoy the sunshine. All right. Thank you. Ron Moore with us, past chairman of the American Soybean Association, local farmer, and a 2023 Prairie Farmer Master Farmer Award winner.